Parents Pod. Welcome to Pet Parents Pod, the podcast for and by pet parents. I'm Danielle. I'm you. And this week we are missing a Kippy Kip. Um, Kipless again. Kipless again. Kip is fine, not sick, uh, just life events. Uh, they need to take some time and get some stuff in order. It's all happy things. It's just can't be here. But I wrangled in a friend of mine, Allie, to be our guest today. Yay, me! Yay, you! I kidnapped you over the phone. Very hostile. She has no way of like escaping, escaping the phone call or hanging up. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. Can't escape nope. at all. Um, but our topic today, uh, we had Allie on to talk about because Allie is my very nomadic friend. Who? Where all have you lived? You have like several different places, and you uh, just travel around. I'm going to go all on a limb and say relatively about ten different places. Yeah, and. Um, you're, yeah. And you're only, like, 29 at this point? Yeah, I'm going to be 30 this year. So, yeah, yeah that I would say tentatively 10 different places. Yes. Like, how big of a different different places are we talking? Well, like, like states? I've moved mm-hmm. from West Coast to East Coast, back to the West Coast, you're then not. came to the South. Wow. Like, what? Like that level of. Wow. Yeah, you've lived in yeah. New York, you've lived in Chicago area, California. Yeah. Um, yeah. Salt Lake, not Salt Lake City, New Mexico, though. Nevada. Nevada, Nevada. yeah. I mean, another end, end state, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, seriously, if you told me, like, next month that you bought a van and we're going to go hit the road as a weird van person, I would be like, yeah, cool, I'll, I'll watch right. your travel vlog. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, I, I, yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, <laughs> uh, that's impressive. Yeah. yeah. Um, Allie lives a colorful so, life. But, um, yeah. go ahead. Well, I was going to say, like, about two-thirds of it. Like, I, I've either, I've lived with pets, traveled with pets, mm-hmm. and then, like, and so, and then done the long distancing of the pets and stuff. So it's where your parents yeah. hold up video, f- the phone, and you go, hi, baby. And you're like, are they looking yeah. at me? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've done the long distance of coming home and, like, having that 24-hour period where the animals are mad at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds like the most difficult of those situations. Yeah. Oh, um, she has also lived in oh. South, in, uh, Charleston, South Carolina. Oh. Which yes. you like. Nice. Yeah. I have. It's a very... Did you live close to downtown? Um, no, I live in the suburban areas, like Goose Creek and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess that is close to downtown. It's like 40 minutes from downtown, so that is relatively close, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Also like, I mean, I lived in Reno, Nevada, and that's 40 minutes from, like, Tahoe and stuff, so, like, in the California border, so. Yeah. I imagine also knowing, so, uh, the, especially the Charleston area, it was probably the only affordable thing you could it's live in. Yeah. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. No, yes. In downtown Charleston is, oh my god. Yeah, stupid expensive, but it's very pretty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, if anyone hasn't gathered, our topic today is actually going to be traveling with pets. So, Ali is the meat of our episodes. Most of my experience traveling with pets, though, has been like the biggest one, other than driving cats to different apartments, has been the 
couple state journey of the uh, Trouble, Chaos, and Prince from Louisiana to Alabama. And we, uh, we split it up into two legs. The main leg was from Louisiana to Birmingham and then from Birmingham up north to Huntsville area where we stayed. Um, but Prince actually couldn't come with us. Um, my aunt had come down with my cousin and she was going to drive me and my sisters and the cats to Birmingham. And they had put the other two in carriers and they were fine. Like they were crying in the back, but they were fine. Prince had like a freaking heart attack and stressed out to the point where they're like, okay, well he can't survive seven hours in a car. So they had to take him to the vet and um, get him sedated so he could do the journey. And it was my mom, dad, older sister, and cat in the cabin of a moving truck. (laughs) Yeah. What a pleasant journey. Oh, yeah. That journey is also, uh, while my dad was driving that stuff to the moving truck, um, the... They found, they saw a semi going on the wrong way of the highway. Well, that's not terrifying. It wasn't their side of the highway, but the other side. They actually apparently had to call that in. That's so terrifying. Yeah. You know. Okay. Who knows? They got on the wrong one. <laughs> Sleep deprivation, folks. But sure it was not yeah, that is my main dream with cats. Mainly they just cry in the background and it's not that bad. Um... Other than that, that's my only, like, personal experience. We actually, actually, my family, Mm -hmm. it's funny now, but uh, we almost lost one of our dogs. How? What? California to Atlanta. Um, Did you ship him? No, no. (laughs) Uh, So, the thing is, is that, like, so, I guess. Like, and at this time, I was in Charleston, but I got the story of uh, Rex at the time. Like, uh, one of my, the older dogs, he has recently passed away. But, like, one of the older dogs, this was about, like, three years ago, so moving to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, my dad originally put his little dog, his little, like, Pomeranian mixed dog, who he didn't have her in, like, a cage. Like, and he didn't really have them in kennels right. for when he was driving with the dogs because one car was going to have the cats, one car is going to have the dogs. Right. Uh, Georgia um, is Georgia the little one? Willow. Willow. Willow's the one who hates me for some reason. Oh yeah, she has like hardcore Napoleon complex on you. Yeah, she's like, you are a threat. I see you're a threat. I'm gonna bark at you every time I see you. And she has bulgy eyes. And I'm like, I'm sorry I offended you. I try to move around. How does Willow feel about kids? Because we had this one interaction (laughs) with Danielle, not really just one, in high school, um, our sister-in-law's dog, now sister-in-law, Bosco, he did not like children. And he, uh, he barked at Danielle like he thought she was a child. He also got confused by me because he'd be like, well, you're not really a kid. You move like an adult, but you're small like a child. <laughs> I feel like you're having the same issue because Willow seems to be relatively fine with, like, Aiden, who is Tiff's kid. Yeah, your, like, your little nephew. Time, she seems to be relatively fine as long as she gets attention. But for whatever reason, because the other dogs are not bothered by you, she's like, you must be a threat. <laughs> yeah. The two the two traumatized dogs don't mind me. It's Willow who cares. Yeah. Okay, so uh, let's talk about Willow. Rex's incredible journey. 
Yeah, but uh, so Will kept getting into my dad's lap while they were driving. Which mm-hmm. my dad's like, this is not, I'm not about to do this, like, all halfway across the country. Yeah. And so he went and he was going to place her back, like, into the back or whatever. Um, and apparently as he was trying to do that, Rex got out because Opened the door. Rex, like, took off and he was trying to find him. And they haven't even, like, fully left Nevada yet. Oh, no. And he, like, yeah. And so he had to call my sister and my mom who were in the cat car um, <laughs> to come back and come in and help them come find Rex. And they were 100% convinced they lost That's so Rex before they were in the journey. But it turns out Rex, the pet smart was right there and Rex just ran into the pet smart. Is, and was that a pet smart you guys? And the associate's holding the dog he's like, is this yours? <laughs> so, so that's a pretty smart pet. Pet smart. <laughs> yeah. Is yeah. that a pet smart you guys frequented? Did he recognize the area? I was like, I'm going to get treats no. here. No. Okay. We don't take our dogs to pet smart in general because, like, uh, like, uh, primarily because they would stick their nose into every toy and yeah. I can't afford to take all home every friggin' toy. Yeah. PetSmart normally doesn't make you do that because I've I've seen people with their dogs go let it go we're not getting that yeah so yeah so so that's funny though mm-hmm. I don't I don't take them in there because quite frankly my you, I have rescue animals and usually I can't predict their behavior that's yeah. fair yeah any capacity so Rex is just um, like oh I smell food I'm gonna go in this way if we're gonna move I'm gonna protest yeah and which of these so businesses should I go to like. Hmm. That's funny. Yeah. But yeah, I guess, like, yeah, it, it's a funny story because we're all like, yeah, we almost lost Rex before he even got here. But you didn't, and that's why it's funny, and he was fine. So. Yeah. Yeah, he was fine. He was fine. Jeez. My, my experience is, um, really the only significant traveling with pets I've had since. Uh, we got our dogs, you know, right before COVID, so we haven't been able to do trips with them, which is what mm-hmm. we fully intend to do yeah. once we're able to travel again. But um, before them, for the longest time, I only, you know, had Sydney. Um, and so really the only large traveling I've done was when I moved from Alabama to the, the Atlanta area in Georgia. So she didn't like it. Of course, <laughs> she's a cat. She doesn't like the car. She doesn't like being in the carrier. Um, since it was like a three and a half, four hour drive or whatever, I, I just put her in the passenger seat because it was just me with my stuff in the back and had the, the, um, carrier facing me so that I could put my hand there because she seems to like to like be able to touch my hand. Yeah. So she still made unhappy noises and in, in the episode splash, I'll put a picture of her. Yeah. Because she looks very cute, but unhappy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Carrier. Mainly it's the cats who... Tr- like don't seem to like traveling for some reason the cats sit there and cry the entire time like let me out i'm sorry don't abandon me um but like the dog i mean our dogs we try to the only thing we can really do with them right now is drive them around the car so they do a lot of pointless rides in cars is what we call them where one of us will run in and grab something and then we just sleep or I get dropped off to pick up my car from the shop and they just get a little ride where they bark at people. They used to have fun ones before they aged out of puppy playtime. Yeah. But now it's just errands. Yeah. That or we go over to They're, they're still happy house. to not be separated from us because they're very needy. Yeah. Little bastards. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
So I know that we plan to be driving around for dogs eventually when travel is a thing. Um, I like the Because yeah. also another thing, flying seems like a nightmare with animals. I don't trust any airlines, <laughs> no. Unless they let you keep your animal with you right you, there. Thank you. Which, I mean, they do. The not all of them do. I've heard bad things. So, some um, do and some fun. don't. It's not fun. Yeah. Start with your story of your plane journeys. Well, it goes back to when you were talking about giving a cat a sedative. Mm-hmm. Um, first off, a lot of people, what they don't tell you is that you need to, like, either sneak that into food or force feed it into a cat's mouth. Yep. Which is, again, that's a horrific experience in itself. So you're already starting off your trip right off the bat in a great mood. That's most medication, um, right? Yeah. Unless, I will say a trick to medicating cats, if you can find it, regular cream cheese works like uh, unflavored cream cheese works fine because it's dairy and they like that. But if you can even find salmon flavored cream cheese, I use that to pill trouble because he got out of the, he doesn't eat pill pockets anymore. He used to, it was great. I just pill pocketed him and he was done. But then he's like, I am too refined for this or this is gross or I'm bored of it. So then I went to cream cheese and then I went to salmon cream cheese. I'm bored of it. Let me have the salmon cream cheese. I want the fish cream cheese. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Oscar, who is now kind of Andrew's cat, a black, Mm -hmm. like, part Bombay kind of cat. Mm -hmm. So relatively already, like, a, a fairly big cat. Um, first off, you're allowed to carry, have the cat as a carry-on as long as he's there between 15 to 20 pounds. Yeah, that's tiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he hit 18 pounds at this time. So he was um, right there. Yeah, he was kind of borderline te- teetering on a bit, which should be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, already right off the bat, spit up the sedative, uh, for the trip. Good. Um, Going well. So you had to force feed it to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, had that. Went into TSA. So the format of how to check in an animal, horrid. Horrid. Um, basically, I have to hold onto the cat. Pick up the cat out of the cat carrier, hold on to the cat as tightly as I can, um, have the late, the people scan me and the cat while they scan the bag for anything. Oh my god. Do they um, scan you and first? Then I have to try and to get the cat back in the bag. Okay, so um, did they scan you first and then make you do the whole cat ordeal? Uh, they scan both of us at the same time. Oh, okay. Wow. Uh, which, that's not the bad part, but it's just, it's horrific when no. they're like, um, it depends. I think some airports would be more than willing to allow you to go into a separate room. I think Andrea did that with when she attempted to travel with uh, one of her cat's spookers who now lives with her ex. But, like, mm-hmm. she was originally trying to take that cat from east to west. Okay. Um, and they thought spookers would be able to fly. Um, and quite frankly, Andrew knew how stressed out I was because she had Oscar with her at the time, so mm-hmm. she didn't want to let Oscar do that again. She didn't mm-hmm. think Oscar would handle it. Ironically, Oscar probably is the most chill cat, but like, that's good. He was, you know, he was fine throughout this entire thing. He just meowed yes, uh, like, quite um, a bit, which like, yeah, that's expected. When, 
yeah, he's in a small cat, he's in a cat carrier, traveling in, like, all new sights and smells and everything, like, yeah, it's a little bit traumatic. Yeah, that's yeah. scary. It's super yeah. scary. Um. You can't explain to them what's happening. Yeah. And that's so, pressure. I'm like, and this was from, like, California to, uh, New Hampshire. So, we have a Jeez. layover that we're doing. I'm, like, checking to make sure this cat hasn't, like, gone to the bathroom on himself, and he's just sitting there in his own, like, soil. Like, mm-hmm. I am just, like, and, and for the most part, the sedative does work. They're pretty chilled out. Mm-hmm. But, like, I can't predict necessarily, like, he's basically under my feet. Um, yeah. Cause, because, like, you have to purchase another seat if you want yeah. the cat to yeah. sit next to you. Yeah. I had a question. The The 15 to 20 pound weight limit, is that for all animals or just cats? Or? I I think it's for cats. Okay, that's a good word. Might be dogs. Dogs might be 20 to 45. That's still so tiny, yeah. I mean, you just just get to purchase the seat, I actually know a little bit about dogs because I've heard a story of someone having to take their dog. They happen to have an anxiety disorder, so they were talking about their anxiety over having to fly with their dog, and their therapist is like, well, I can just write a note that he's a support animal. And she's like, does that work? And it's like, yeah, we'll just get him classified as a support animal because he basically is her support animal. Mm-hmm. And so the person's like, that's great. Let's do that. And they um, bought a seat for the dog, the dog. And she was really nervous because her dog's not has impulse control issues. He's also a ham, though. So he's like, everyone, look how beautiful I am and pay attention to me. And the flight attendants like loved him. So it was fine because he was just like, I am perfectly behaved. Look how beautiful. Yes, praise me. And then like gets off the plane and like rolls in mud and tries to eat squirrels. So <laughs> yeah. So you do have to buy getting off the plane. Well, no, but you know, yeah, no, he just a ham. Um, but yeah. So from what I've heard, you, if you buy a separate ticket and he, the dogs or something are registered as like support or service animals, like I think, yeah. So Heath works for public safety and your, your city has canines who have Instagrams and things like that. Mm -hmm. And they do fly sometimes for events. Which is why I originally got Instagram. <laughs> they are cute. We're not going to talk about problematic things because these dogs are damn cute. But um, they uh, they do fly and they seem to have their own seats. But they're service working animals, so you I, I feel like you they're have leeway. Yeah. Um, yeah. I will never be okay if my animal has to go to like a cargo place. No. Or any place that's just for storage because just, they're not temperature regulated and. Well, no, they can be. They can be, but they're not. Guaranteed. And they're supposed to they're be. They're supposed to be, but mistakes There's, have been made. No, I know, I know. And it just takes one time. There is that great dude. I know, I think I've made Heath listen to this. Ali, have you ever heard of Cabin Pressure? It's a BBC radio program. Is that kind of- uh- Okay, it yeah, has. I listened to that when I was recovering from LASIK because I didn't want to. Yeah. Can't really look at anything without hurting. <laughs> it's a, so. um, it's a, it's basically about this one line, one airline. Like it, they have one plane. They have one plane, and it, they normally do cargo flights. Sometimes they do small transports, but it's like a comedy, um, radio drama thingy about this little motley crew who's really like bad and like they have an episode where they're transporting transporting this cats and all the belongings of an oil baron to Abu Dhabi and the captain forgot to put on the like 
the heater to heat the plane because he got in trouble for putting on the heater to heat the plane for a cargo flight earlier. And basically, they're having this dilemma of whether they divert and cost money that he was told not to do or kill the cat. The good news, the cat lives. And also, it's a fictional cat that never was in danger. But, yeah. That was my fun story. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's a funny sh- yeah, cabin pressure. Listen terrifying. to it. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> that's terrifying. Yeah. No, that was, and that was the whole point of why Oscar even remotely we, like, broached the subject of him joining me mm-hmm. um, on the plane. and. A, a cat is a little bit easier than a dog. dog. Yeah. Especially what, a big dog. Like, a lot easier. Yeah. I mean, it sounds boring, but a cat kind of is essentially, like, established as, like, a carry-on. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. They say that makes sense. That they have yeah. To. yeah. And small dogs, yeah. you can also do that. Yeah, small dogs, but not big dogs, which mm-hmm. that's yeah. the kind of dogs we'll have, so. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. we've talked about a corgi. Yeah, but we can't just travel with just one dog. I know, but I'm saying we have literally talked about the only small breed Heath likes is corgis. I like corgis. They're so cute, but they're also like some of the bitchiest dogs. Like they they have I attitude. Am. They have like a lot of the smaller dogs can be bitchier. So. No, no, but they have like they're more like bigger dogs because they have that sass that bigger dogs have. Their head is almost like normal dog size. <laughs> they yeah. just have small bodies. Yeah, so. I mean, it. it I do. You know. I do like Heath. You have a affinity for the most stubborn of animals: husky mixes, shepherd mixes, corgis. Like those Maybe are your I favorite. Relate to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love corgis so much. They're so cute. They're so cute, and they love their little legs and how fat, like how much they want to go so fast. They want to go so fast, and their ears—they have giant bat ears. They're very cute. Yeah. Oh, there so was. We might get a corgi. Yeah, one day. They're like not a real dog, so it's only getting like half a dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's like getting. Is that how you're justifying that with all your animals? Yeah, it's like half a. It's like a cat. It's like getting another cat, you know? Yeah. Very big, loud cat that goes outside. Yeah. No, we're, we're, we're not. Animals not. We're for not getting another dog animal for a while. Yeah. Probably a couple years. Yeah. Our Pro- first two were more expensive than Look, expected. So. We we have to at least vacate an animal before we get any more animals. And Trouble's doing great, guys. His weight's going up. He's his vitals die. are great. So who knows? He's going to be with me for five more years. I mean, that would be really impressive if he got over 20. <laughs> we'll see. He's well on his way. He's heavily medicated, guys. I don't know. He's like we're not talking That's pounds. Great. We're talking ounces. Like, right, but it's a cat. I mean, yeah, no, they don't is, usually gain much. He's the like six fifty something now, and he was six thirty something last time. Ugh. Boys, anyway, forever. Anyway, so um, the only other flight thing I have heard, I had a friend who. She was originally from France. Uh, love this friend. Um, she uh, sadly got diagnosed with breast cancer back in college. But uh, being poor college student in a foreign country, she's like, I have to go back to France to go get chemo because our healthcare system's you broken. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, and then she didn't have to pay rent and she could stay with her family. But the thing is, why she was in the States for college, she had gotten this cat, Blanche, this white, fluffy, 
princess of a cat Blanche. She she didn't like me very much, but then again, I didn't like her, so we antagonized each other on purpose. Blanche didn't like me, and then I annoyed me, and so I was like, me, and then she was like, me, and then Emily's like, stop messing with my cat. I'm like, This was okay. early college. So. This is early college. This was not a mature thought. This was just, I had a few... Uh, but yes, but um, Emily refused to leave her cat with her uh, boyfriend, who was basically they were basically married. So she looked into it. She got this cat. This cat had a passport. This cat had special shots, so she could go to France and come back again. This cat had its own seat. It had a boarding pass. Everything. Blanche was a international flyer from the U.S. to France on a regular basis. Yes. And that was my only other experience, but from what I understood, it went fairly well. I, I think she probably did sedate her because a trip to a, a flight to France was like ten to fifteen hours, if I remember right. Yeah, that's a lot because it was an international flight. Oh my god! Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> like I said, this is my friend, and this cat would go where she went. She was not leaving her cat behind. What's the longest flight, Ellie, that you've had uh, on your cats? Uh, it would be uh, with Oscar is the only flight I've ever had with an animal. I've actually refused to fly ever again. I'd rather just do a drive. Yeah, that's understandable. Um, uh, but it was uh that flight with Oscar, which was I think I had I think it was six seven hours total. That's pretty long. That that's um, long. It, and you had a had to do with I had like an hour and a half overlay. Yeah, I. Um, I haven't flown much, but the couple of times I did fly, like I did a trip up to Ottawa, Canada, and when we did that, we had um, a connection in um, New New York, not New York, New 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 York, not New York, it's New York. It's like in Jersey. New, New <laughs> not New York, but New York. It's like it, I'm not. I, I know what you're talking about. I really do. I, I just New York. New York. Yeah. Newark. 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 Oh, I'm never gonna say it. I can't okay. say it. Newark. It's too hard. Um but um we were we had a connection flight and we were also picking up the Colorado kids because this was a trip through my school. My school had branches and my um teacher was the leader of the school trip, but we were picking up a student from Tennessee, and we were also meeting up with a few students from Colorado area. And that's where we were supposed to be picking up was at this gate. And we were like, so we flew in from Atlanta to New Jersey and then um, had to get on this tram and then a bus and then we're directed and like kind of dashing to this other thing because our gate, our, our plane was boarding in like 20 minutes. And my teacher got the like she was told the wrong time so we thought we had like five minutes so she's like everyone run grab your things and run stay together group and so it's this little gaggle of animation students running across the airport to try to locate the other students we were supposed to find before we were boarded but the people gave them the wrong time so then like i like knowing from those travel experiences sometimes how you're not really directed well i can't imagine adding an animal into that yeah no it's like art it's students stressful. are like herding cats, but <laughs> it's stressful and because he is black and it was like a black like soft like carrier. Cat carrier. Mm-hmm. Like people I had actual people like jump and like actually like almost yelp because they thought it was a small dog and then when 
like Oscar went and looked at them because he, they see the yellow eyes. Yeah. They're like, oh my god, that is a cat. And like, it's so uncomfortable. It's so awkward. Because it was black on black, so no one like fully paid attention until they saw Oscar's eyes or Oscar meowed. And he, the reason I know he's a, uh, it part Bombay is he has the low, like, the low meow. Oh god, that's Does he have like a, intimidating. Though. Like a deep Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So it's a low, long meow that is like He sounds like a very authentic mini panther. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he really is. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things. It was just like because after a while he's starting to cry out because he's like, What is this? Yeah. And so it was just it was it was relatively fine. And but like uh, overall, I like personally the anxiety was horrible. Oh no! Andrea actually had to like have my dad and like come back and like uh, she's like, no, you're going to have to drive with Spookers because Spookers actually threw up. Oh, so he? Um, oh, he couldn't yeah, fly. After she got through the checkpoint and everything, like Spookers started getting sick and started having like anxiety through the entire thing, and so like. She's just like I, I can't, I can't, I can't take this cat on a plane. Like yeah. I don't know if this cat is actually going to survive that. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh. So, so was, your dad had to like come pick him up and then drive him to where they were going. Yeah, essentially because my dad was going to drive the rest of their stuff because they were moving back from New Hampshire back to California. Oh, okay. So he essentially like. Yeah, essentially the cats had to do the cross-country road trip. Yeah, that's um, another... Fu- How many days did that take them? That would probably... It took them about a week. Okay, that makes sense. And that's, like, not really stopping for anything, right? Yeah, no, that's a fairly booking it, because I've heard some stories about people moving from, like, the West Coast to the East Coast, and then they're like, well... I took off extra time, and we're going to make a trip of it, and we're going to see sites. That way the kids don't get too bored, and at least it's like a family vacation before we uproot everyone. And those take, like, two weeks, so. Yeah. That's crazy. So, do any of your cat like, so I'm overall very lucky. Our cats just complain. I've only had a couple of shitting themselves incidences a couple of times, like, not this last vet visit, but the visit before. I think it was because Trouble had an iron infusion, so I think that my vet said his tummy. He like kind of poofed himself in the carrier, and I knew something was wrong because it went from his every now and then meow to meow 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 meow. I'm like, okay, I see you're uncomfortable. I smell something because I have a horrible sense of smell. So I'm like, I think I smell something. Okay, I think you shat yourself. Thank you, sir. And so I gave him a he's little shower. About it. No, he was very upset, um, which is fair. My little sister used to, when she, uh, she had to move from Huntsville to Tennessee, and her cats apparently shit themselves every time they go to the vet. So she's prepared for this. So she's like, I have them in a small dog kennel to travel together. I have them with puppy pads, be- and I have extra puppy pads because they're going to shit the carrier, and I hate the smell of shit, so I'm going to pull over and switch it out. And she had this all planned out because um, time and uh, chaos at the time were very notoriously bad about, like, pooping the carrier whenever she traveled, like, to the vet with them. So, do 
Do any of your pets have that issue of, besides, I guess, um, spookers who threw up? I believe the dog has issues mm, on the cross-country road trip. That's very unfortunate. Yeah, that's a lot worse than cats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. As far as I know, the cats were fine. I actually, I, I guess I had PTSD because I was like, never again. I'm never, like, unless, like, I'm doing a cross-country road trip with, like, at least someone else. I'm not taking an animal with me. So I've always been the nomad of coming home with the animals mm-hmm. and everything. Um, because after that, I was like, no, there's no way. I'm like, that is horrific. <laughs> unless I can, like, unless we can balance it out or something. Yeah. Um, but, I, I guess it is right. harder for dogs to say, hey, I need to go to the potty because they don't know what they're, uh, if they, if they knew to whine, that would help. Yeah. 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 Um, and as far as I know, like, the cats, they tried, Andrea and my mom were, had the cats, and they tried to establish a better, like, they had, like, a litter box or something with them and stuff, trying to get them to, like, at least have, like, some form of, this, this is your bathroom. That makes sense. Um, my, the only thing, I guess, like, the super anxiety say Andrea had with was with in the hotel getting the cats out and like giving them a little bit of a breather in the hotel rooms and stuff but at the same time like trying to when it's time to go trying to pack them back up because I mean cats hiding under the beds no, and I, everything so uh, yeah I can see how hotel is kind of disruptive like we had the cats from the Louisiana to Birmingham trip at my mother's house and my grandmother had at the time at least one cat critter who hated us and I can't remember if at that time my aunt and cousin lived with her because throughout my life my one of my aunts and my cousins on and off lived with my grandparents depending on just like stuff going on and they had two two dogs. I don't think they had Ginger at the time because there aren't Ginger passing away before I was older. So it would have just been Baxter. Baxter was still there. But yeah, that was they they stayed in one of the rooms, but it was also discombobulating. And the other two cats were also confused because Prince was just doped up and like swatting at ghosts, and it was. Funny but sad. I will say, like, we've talked about this in the past, but like, sedated animals are kind of funny. It's mean, but it's funny in the same way. Yeah. I, yeah. I personally, kind of funny. It's funny when they're hissing at ghosts. Like, they're hissing, they're, they're obviously trying to that swat at a cat, guess, and like, they're like at, at staring when at a They're wall. struggling to walk, it just makes me sad because that's my baby. That's fair. So, I don't know. But it's fine. Yeah, it's differences of Yeah. I was also a cat. So yeah, when we can travel again, I'm intending to probably utilize pet friendly Airbnb so that we can travel with our dogs. Yeah. Because there's there's options where you can search for ones that are okay with dogs. Mm-hmm. And and to be fair, like when did I move I moved when asked about five years ago. So I was like twenty four or twenty three, twenty four. Yeah. So like I feel like Airbnb and like air like or like not Airbnb but B and B's with like pets and like 
being pet friendly and like that stuff, it has come a lot, probably a lot more developed. Yeah. yeah. I think it's because of our generation, honestly. Yeah. What? Yeah. Like, it's a lot, it's expensive to board dogs. Yeah, it is. What I also, especially dogs. What I also find funny is my grandmother, um, after my grandfather passed away and then my older sister and my cousin moved out of her house because for like, after my grandfother passed away, my, Aunt and my cousin lived with her for a bit, and then once it like my aunt and my uncle live with her, and then my older sister moved in during college at my grandmother's. So my grandmother had people in the house with her, and then my older sister moved out after college. My cousin had been moved out for a while, and then my aunt and uncle got their own property because I think they were helping with the house, but also like saving up money to buy a property. And then she had her brother for a little bit, but then she was alone. Like, she was completely alone. And so then they got her, uh, and this is actually something I'm uh, happy my family does. Instead of getting my grandmother, like, a puppy or something, they got her an, an older rescue dog. So she got this little lady dog. Um, oh, my God. What is her name? Lolly. Lolly, yes. Lolly. Lolly was a mean little dog. She hated everyone. She loved my grandmother, which was great. But um, she also was a um, she's kind of mean. She bark at you like she was very defensive. Like if you tried to like, I'd go hug my grandmother and she would like yell at me. And um, she passed away, I think, a year or so ago. But then she got another elderly dog. Um, he's it's really Benji. Uh, is her new dog, and he's like a little puppy. He feels he like he's a, like puppy. a puppy. He's, he's like, like 10 or 11. Yeah. And he's the sweetest little thing. He's so friendly, he acts like a puppy. Like, I'm just impressed yeah. by all these. Yeah, but that, that's what like. to make sure she has company, and it's something, like, I think is really good, because uh, it, I, I think older people should, of course, have animal companionship, but you do have to keep in mind, like, if you're gonna not live as the length of your animal, you're gonna have to make sure something's... And my aunt has already, like, guaranteed it. Like, if my grandmother kicks it, which she's gonna outlive us all, because damn that lady, she has more of a social life than I do, so... And she already had COVID, and she's totally fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she had COVID, completely fine. She was mainly bored. Like, we called to check on her and she's like, I'm fine. I'm just she's bored. And the only thing she didn't have the energy to do was really dust or sweep her kitchen and she was telling me her house was a mess because she, she didn't do, do that. that. like every day or something? She does it every day. Yeah, that's crazy. She vacuums every week. She goes, my house is a mess because I didn't vacuum this week. She's one of those people. I feel deep shit. Okay. People talk like that. It's like, uh, okay. Don't look at my house. I haven't vacuumed. <laughs> God, I wish I was that dedicated. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's partly how she was raised and, you know, like, the ideas from that time. I know the expectations were a lot higher than, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, but she, yeah. she's just cool, but um, she, the point of that story, she travels everywhere for her animal. Like, her dog goes wherever she goes, and she's like, Oh, she has, he's a small dog and he's a very good dog and he'll stay in his kennel and things like that. And she takes his kennel, like they have, they came to visit uh, the house when we first got the house, um, pre-COVID, all that stuff. And um, they had the kennel. Before we had anything. Yeah, basically. Um, So we went out for lunch and we left Benji in his little kennel and then let him run around the yard when we came back and he's completely fine. There was like a week between, at least a week 
before we were able to move in because we had to install shimmering everywhere. Yeah, and we had to clean the house. But yeah, so I do what I... I'm losing my train of thought. The train of thought was traveling with animals, finding pet-friendly places and stuff, like you said, Allie, and like Keith was saying with the Airbnb, has come a long way, but there are always at least some point of people traveling with animals. It's it's harder to find, like, Airbnbs. I, I say that because they are generally less expensive than um, hotels. Yeah. They can be, anyway. They can and also they be. Have, yeah, they can be, like, a house and they can have a yard. Yeah. You can, like, have a fenced-in yard, which is necessary if you have larger dogs, especially mm-hmm. with a lot of energy. Yeah. Um, Destructive energy. Yeah. Um, but there's, there's obviously that narrows your options down a lot, but you can still find them. Yeah. And I feel like traveling with dogs are at least a little easier because they are mostly leash trained or can do some leash walking and easier to move around. They're easier cats. to to raise to life being in the car too. Yeah, obviously the cat. So I do actually know an old coworker who I wonder what this person's doing. Um, her name was Erin. She was very cool. She was an ASM for a little time at our store and then eventually left the company. But um. Was a nomadic person, kind of like you, Allie, yeah. and um, found this cat on a cross-country road trip they were just taking to travel because they travel a lot, and found this cat in like a dumpster. Took the cat, and then that cat became their co-pilot and road cat, and like so walked cute. on a leash, so and like was like just their little buddy. And I think last time, because I checked on them a while back, and last time they were applying for a job, and I was like, okay, well, good luck. And they're like, it's okay. If I don't get the job, I'm going to go hike the Appalachian Trail. I'm like, okay. So impressive. That's what you would totally do. Yep. That independent adventuring spirit. Yeah, that's how the person was. But it was just interesting to hear about this road cat that's like, yeah. It just comes with me. I like hearing about these people, but I'm definitely not anybody, so it's like, oh, wow, that's impressive. Can you, can you send pictures of my character for you? We're definitely not leaving my house now. <laughs> You're a little hermit crab. I'm just a hermit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, any other travel stories or thoughts people have? Oh, well, the thing is, is, like, the downside of nomadic is it is hard to travel with a pet when yeah. you are uh, a wandering soul, so to speak. Yeah. At the very least, like, I mean, one animal is very easy. It's just, I know it's very, it's not as easy as you, like, like, usually it's one of those things you really should, like, if you're going, especially with a dog, cats are really difficult. Cats, usually if you have, like, an established home life, cats are a little bit easier to come back to. Mm-hmm. Like, you only deal with, like, maybe 24 hours of them being like, I hate you right now, don't talk to me. Oh, yeah. Um, what? But eventually they more, they're like, okay, you're back by debating my person again. Yeah, um, Trouble used to do that when I would, because there was the year in college I didn't, I couldn't visit, I, I couldn't have him in the dorms, so I left him yeah. with my parents. And I come home for a visit. I'm like, Tribble. And he's like, I don't know you. I hate you. How dare you? I'm not letting you touch me. And I was like, oh. Yeah, I have a story like that, too. Um, so normally, um, before I moved to States, I would go visit Daniel fairly often towards the like, end of it. At least on like, weekends. At, yeah. at the time, I had a job that was just Monday through Friday. Yeah, it was like once or twice a month. Yeah, which is pretty often. Long um, distance relationship. Because it's, you know, for cats, it's easy to leave them for a weekend. You just make sure they have enough food and water and clean litter box. Mm-hmm. 
and they're okay. Um, they're not like super thrilled, but honestly, if you have a cat that is used to being stationary, it's a lot less traumatic and a lot less stressful for them to mm-hmm. just stay there without yeah. their human as opposed to <laughs> yeah having to travel. But I thought she would benefit from staying with my brother and his now wife. Um, so she went to stay at their apartment for the weekend. Um, when I came to get her back, she was so angry. I've never seen her this angry at me. Um, Did she think she, you rehomed her? I don't know, but like she would not come out from under their bed and looked like I didn't recognize the look on her face. Like she looked so angry, and I don't know. Like it didn't really look like my cat. I've just never seen that look on her face before, and haven't since. She was so goddamn angry though. It took her a while to come out from under the bed. She's never been that mad at me since. Wow. She, yeah, she was like super pissed, and I thought she would have been happier like staying with some people. And she'd met them before, like... <laughs> nope. Apparently no, apparently it'd be better to just leave her at home. Which you did. Yeah, I did since then, but she was also, like, younger then. She was under two. I thought she would have been fine with it, you know? We do our best. Allie, what do your cats do when you leave them? What what injustice uh, do they pour upon you? Oh, I mean, there's... So, I, I mean, like, there's been a wide variety. There's been kind of, like, meowing at me and then like moving out of the way and not let me pet them mm-hmm. um there's been like actual physical protests of peeing somewhere in my room when I come back oh good uh, of passive aggressiveness um, there's been that but other than that it usually only lasts for like 24 hours but because like like I usually try to keep them in a place where it's like again it, a lot of it is ironically cats for as much as you can leave them alone for a little bit. Like if you, I come to find they are most comfortable when they have their own little like home squad, and you yeah. can just leave them be in the home. The home, mm-hmm. they're fine. Yeah, when the only change is that they don't have their human. Like obviously they miss them, but you didn't yeah. like uproot their entire lives. I will say trouble used to do this thing. Um, so our old roommate Star would watch the cats while we were gone normally for a weekend because she didn't travel a lot. Um, built-in pet sitter. Yeah, built-in pet sitter. I love Star. Best girl. Best roommate. Best roommate. Best friend. <laughs> love her. Miss her. Hope hope she's having fun in the northeast, yeah. north northwest, Pacific Northwest. Anyway. Um, but Trouble would do this thing where I'd be like, oh, hey, Trouble, and then he would, like, go and sit on Star or rub against Star. Like, I have a new human now. I don't need you. <laughs> it was so long. It was like, you you want to come to bed, though, right? And he's like, maybe. Maybe. It's my bed now. I've been sleeping. <laughs> it's just, like, trying oh, to make oh, me I jealous. Guess it's okay if you're in my bed, too. Cats are so petty sometimes. I don't even know that Sydney, like, except for that one time where I made the mistake of leaving her somewhere else with people that would take care of her. <laughs> God, so that means she would probably never be okay with boarding. Um, she's chilled out a lot over the years. We also, we have a friend who lives down the road. Oh, yeah, no, there's, cats. I, I wouldn't honestly have any reason really to board a cat. Yeah, no, dogs would be good. And I, I don't want to board any animals, so that's why we want to travel. With them. No, that's yeah, easy. but there might come a time we might have to board them. Yeah, for yeah. Anyway, um, hopefully we won't have to. But usually, I don't think our. See, we haven't traveled since we've had most of our animals right now. Legitimately, there's six of them. They cannot be that sad alone. The cats. Yeah. The cats. I'm saying we've we've had five animals since. Yes, since COVID. Since 
just before COVID. Right. Since twenty twenty. Yeah. Which is yeah, a lot, yeah. so I don't know how they'll act when we actually Fine, have we don't have a problem. Away. Um, but in more recent years, Sydney is usually just happy to see me if she doesn't actually see me. She has a grudge about me having left her for a weekend. So. Mm-hmm. But she's mellowed over the years. Um, I think another thing to maybe mention is maybe types of carriers, because we have a... Yeah. We, uh, so we have a couple carriers. One, we have a cute little backpack carrier. We also have the typical plastic. Yeah, yeah. Everyone has those. Yeah. Um, but we have, like, our fancy carriers. We have, like, a little, um, backpack carrier so the cats can look out and see the world. We call it the spaceship. It's yeah, very it's cute. Like um, and we have these things called sleepy pots, which are crash test rated. They're, like, they're the, the car seats. that we've found that are proven to be uh, safe in Rex, and somebody at our vet office has recommended it. So they are expensive. They are expensive, but they also like the top zips off, so they can be a bed, which you should leave out at all times. So your cats are like, "Oh, I like this bed." Yeah, and then it's not a big deal when they get put in it because they actually chill in it sometimes. Yeah. Um. So that those are good, and of course Heath is like, "Oh, something crash test safety because public safety." And yeah, I'm like, "Oh, can I make my pets as safe as I can in Rex?" Because Idiots drive too, so mm-hmm. you know, the, yeah. the dogs have seat belts that yeah, clip to harnesses their harnesses. That safely cover their bodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In case they were. And something we have found because we have found the dogs have been able to step on seat belts and release their seat belts. We have seat belt covers like you would buy for small children. Yeah, they're silicone, so they fit over it. Um, Very nice. And they fit most seat belts. I don't see why they wouldn't fit in anything. No, I haven't okay. seen any like abnormally large seat belts. But they fit over it so that, you know, there's a slot so you can put the, the metal seatbelt through and it locks in, but they can't push the button accidentally to but, unbuckle yeah. themselves. But I will say the sleepy pods are fairly big. What did you, you said you were using like a small soft carrier for your carry-on? It was a soft carrier. It sounds very close to the sleepy pods and probably, again. They make soft carriers like, too. This was like oh. five years ago, so that mm-hmm. might be like kind of what it is. I know for a fact that, like, Oscar definitely used it as, like, kind of, like, a little bed area for, Aww. like, almost, like, after we got him into the apartment and settled in, he basically made that his little, like, little bed nice. for, like, months, almost a year. Mm-hmm. So, it's one of those things. Um, I know it was recommended to us by the vet. Um, as far as, like, the carriers that they did for traveling here from West Coast to East Coast or to the South. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what they were. Okay. I was not necessarily a part of them. Right. I do know it was, we we made sure they were extremely large carriers. One for, like, two cats and, like, having a small, like, kind of, like, a litter box thing, like, mm-hmm. making sure as much as, like, for the cats are comfortable as well as the dogs. Unfortunately, the dogs, you can't prevent a dog from going to the bathroom or, no. like, no. you do the best you can, but, like, dogs are literally almost borderline small children. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I will say so, we also have seat covers for our car. Yeah, everyone should get those. Like, they're, like, yes. hammocky styles. And mm-hmm. I put down either blank, like, I have a couple of cheap blankets and I have some towels. Yeah. Actually, yeah. when I travel with the dogs, I have a small, um, it's like a collapsible storage bin in the back seat, like, on the floorboards. And it has a collapsible water bowl, a bottle of water. It has uh, their leashes in there. 
Um, they're long leashes, they're short leashes, which I'm practicing actual walking them now, but their short leashes and stay inside. Bags. It has poop bags, but it also um, has a couple of spare towels in there, like mm-hmm. in case they get muddy or if I have to discard. I swear to God, dogs require so many towels. Yeah. For various reasons. Yeah, yeah dogs basically I, have their own diaper bag. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, it only takes like one road trip or what, like road trip or small trip with a dog in a car to realize the beneficial of like towels and a, like, like basically a little like protector around your seat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's, it's, it's really easy to find the kind that like they clip. They wrap around the, the top head. of the back seats or the seats that the dogs are sitting on. The and headrest? Yeah, the headrest. Yeah. And then they clip onto the headrest of the front seats. And, and most of them are somewhat water resistant, so they yeah, can... Yeah, so they should not let, like, you know... They shouldn't absorb. They shouldn't go through it either. Ideally. Yeah. Ideally. Yeah. But just, have, yeah, blankets or, like, towels on top of that as well. Mm-hmm. That way, if there is an accident, you can remove that and then you're still covered yeah. and you can change them out. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, it takes, like, one trip with, like, in yeah. a car with a dog to like be like, oh yeah, you should be a little bit more. Yeah. At least prepared. Like, it was one of those things like Rex, uh, he never did it on the car road trips, but it, he proved that having the windows rolled down, um, can be proved to be quite dangerous sometimes. Because mm-hmm. he actually jumped, has, was notorious of jumping out of the car oh, when the car stopped oh. at like a stop sign or something. So, oh, like, yeah. Oh. Like, little things like that you would never, like... Have your dog like, buckled. Well, okay, I actually... So, I have a story yeah. about a buckled-up dog jumping out a window. Um, Our dog... So, my first dog, Brandy, uh, my parents would do errands with her because mostly my mom stayed in the car, my dad would run in, and we called her Tank Commander because she loved to stick her little head out the window, and she's very... She liked car rides a lot. Um, there was one time my mom was running in very quickly, like they were in there for two minutes and just to drop something off of my dad. And then she, they were coming back out. Brandy was leashed and like secured with the leash in the car. She jumped out the window and so was dangling from the window by her leash. My mom and dad got there in time, so nothing bad happened, but. That's so scary. It, she never jumped out of the car. Like, she would always wait for the door to open. But we think she saw a squirrel or something. Mm-hmm. And the window wasn't, like, the window was open, but not fully open. It was, like, halfway. Yeah. Yeah. So it would deter her from doing that. So for safety, <laughs> yes. we are going to recommend that you get the actual dog seat belts because they're only, like, maybe a foot and a half long. And they stretch a little bit, but they're not long enough that your dog can jump out the window at all. Yeah, and also, she wasn't wearing it. She wasn't you need a harness for yeah. this to be attached to because... If your dog somehow manages to jump out the window, they're not going to possibly be strangled. And also, um, in a wreck, you don't want them, like, jarred against their neck if they're thrown forward. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's going to protect their whole body if it's all wrapped around it. This They'll be fine. also the 90s, remember? Yeah, yeah. This yeah, is a this long was, time ago. This I'm was saying, the like, 90s. now it's really easy to find these things. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and our dog it's was like not a flight risk normally. Of, like, like, a lot of people, like, again, dog safety and everything, and, like, it's better to be prepared because you don't know how a dog reacts because it's like I think in this when did Rex do it? He did this I would say early 2000s I think. Mm -hmm. It was still like where ironically dog technology like I think the harnesses and like people now coming out with the safety harnesses came through the 2000s, 2010s. 
And so, like, it's one of those things of, like, animal safety technology is still catching up, but, like, you never freaking know, especially for a dog, like, what can happen, because he's, like, the first dog I have ever, like, actually had to, like, I've always been concerned and worried about a dog jumping, like, in a car and jumping out the window and all that stuff and Mm -hmm. everything. And, like, but I never had it happen until him. And then conversely, I've had other dogs where it's like genuinely they just stay seated in a car. Yeah, and they it just depends on the car. Yeah. So it's so, again, it depends on the animal personality that you have with yeah. you. But overall, you should be very, again, 100%. Like if you're going to be dedicated, especially to traveling with an animal. Mm-hmm. You gotta be like much more on Like you have to make sure. Yeah. I mean, you um, never know when you're gonna be in a wreck. Also, is my thought. So, like, even if yeah. you're just doing an errand, like we still buckle our dogs in. You should still have seat belts. Yeah, it's still yeah. beneficial to have a seat cover because it protects your seats. Yeah, and yeah. one of our friends actually, uh, Kip has told me that Rosie has gotten carsick before. Like, yeah, they don't think that Rosie actually like. Rosie likes the end destination of car rides, but doesn't actually think Rosie enjoys car rides, or at least that's what they've told me. I could be wrong. They can come and correct me later when they're back no, that's on the pod. No, that's what they've said. Okay. Um, but our dogs... She looks miserable. Yeah, that she looks miserable and sad. But our dogs love yeah, the love car. Them. They love to bark at the people. They also believe that people should not be out of their vehicles. They, they don't think people should be out walking on feet. They should either be inside or in a car. And they must alert they bark, us. They bark at people on the sidewalk. <laughs> they sleep. They sleep in the car most of the time, but the second like, uh, occasionally I'll go through a drive through near our house, and uh, there's a car place near that drive through and so sometimes the car people are coming to inspect the car, like, get, like, talk to the customer in the car, and if no one's out, like, walking in front of that shop, they're fine. The second someone walks out, they're like, there's a person, there's a person! I'm they're like, not contained. They're on the loose. I'm like, they're fine, guys, guys. Yeah. One thing I have learned, they don't actually like open windows. It scares them, so I will sometimes open my back windows a little, and then they're like, what? And then I close it. Oh, yeah, another thing, like, if you roll down your car windows because of, like, an air conditioning issue, um, if your car doesn't have great circulation to the back seats where your dogs are, Consider getting, like, um, they, uh, they have fans that yeah, can clip on. To the back of headrests and things mm-hmm. like that. And then they can, like, plug in uh, where the cigarette lighter goes. Mm-hmm. Because Heath's so car is a tiny car, and so it doesn't have really great force Yeah, it doesn't have, like, fans in the back because it's Civic. Yeah. So. And I have been a passenger in the back seat with his sisters on a little family road trip, and there was a point where it's like, you've got to either turn up the AC or crack the windows because yeah, we're about to die too, down it here. It gets way too hot. And we had little shader protect. Oh, that's another good idea. Shade protectors for the windows, like you do for little kids. Yeah, little suction cups. Yeah, the little sun protectors. Yeah, I like that. That's what we use uh, for the dogs in his car. Just treat them like small children, because that's basically what they are. Yeah, basically. That's basically what they are. Um, It's been since I've moved and kind of pretty much stayed in the area. I actually. Can only count a handful of times to taking dogs in the car, but that has a lot to do with the recent batch of animals my family has gotten are, um, well, we've always gotten rescue animals, first off, but, like, this batch is particularly traumatic, like, (laughs) they have trauma in their past. Yeah, the car is associated with trauma, trauma, Mm -hmm. um, 
So it's it's one of those things of being very, very careful with them to even go to the vet. So mm-hmm. like car rides are not a thing for these for these particular dogs. Yeah, that's fair. And I will say like if you do have Older dogs, you just have to kind of, like, uh, older adoption dogs, you have to really just figure out what their jive is with cars. You just try to mm-hmm. not stress them out as much as you can. Yeah, but younger yeah. dogs, the more you can expose them to cars, because we always knew we wanted to travel and take them places. So we yeah. take them. So when they were puppies, we would take them, like, if we were going to Home Depot to get stuff for the house, we took them yeah, with us. Yeah, before the pandemic, when you can just let strangers touch your dogs and have it be fine. Yeah, it was also yeah. good practice for um, yeah. socialization. They lost a lot of their... <sighs> They're so bad. Public skills. I did some, like, I would leave one of them with Heath, and then I'd walk the aisles with the other practicing leash training and sitting and things like that. And that was actually really good practice. And then after public social... I take them in Home Depot again, but people want to touch the dogs. And people don't wear masks. And I get that. I mean, they generally are wearing them in Home Depot, but if you touch them... I've seen more people at Home Depot not wear masks than other places I go. That's disturbing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Wait, what were you saying? Um, when you take them to puppy playtime. Oh, uh, like I was saying, when they would take them to puppy playtime, after we had no puppy playtime, they've lost a lot of their interacting with strangers. Yeah, because we haven't been able to take them places because you can't travel. Yeah. It's not yeah, yeah. yeah. But it conditioning holds, puppies to. It kind of holds any, like, training of traveling yeah. and getting comfortable and like socialization with yeah. people. Yeah, we've uh, lost yeah. a lot of that. They used to be great. Yeah, not We're going to have to, like, redo it. Yeah. So it's okay again to at least see family. I think that'll help. I'm working on leash training now that I get out earlier on the weekdays. Um, I'm walking them individually again to get them to a point where I can walk them together is the goal. But, yeah. 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 Okay, so any other travel thoughts that we have? Allie, is there any place you would like people to find you? You don't have to. I can edit this out, I mean, too. I mean, I am on Twitter at Just Simply Allie and Instagram. If you want animal pictures, at, I think Just Simple, Just, just Simply Allie's. Mm-hmm. I believe that's the in, my Instagram. I think oh, that is. <laughs> okay, it is. Yeah. Um, it's Allie is A-L-L-I-E-S. Allie's. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That version. Um, yeah, because I have my animals. Yeah, nine times out of ten, it's animals and adventures that are on there. Hmm. Usually, not not at the same time, but you know. Yeah, animal adventures. A- adventures animal within. Adventures. <laughs> um, if I you- have, yeah, I'm like I have the range of my animals and all that jazz. And I can edit this out, but if you want to, you can plug your uh, Twitch thing because I know you do streaming. I do do streaming. I mean, it's not necessarily animals, but it is gaming and silliness. Um, it's flaming hot trash because what? it's a dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> what you guys are currently doing the Final Fantasy Online stuff? Currently doing Final Fantasy. We're trying to get into more variety games. Um, Tiff now will have has a PC, so she's going to be able to do more games. Nice. So, so you guys are going to do the persona. Mostly, fine, uh, mostly going to be a variety of games, but okay. right now it was currently Final Fantasy that we were on a kick of. Yeah. So. Well, follow Allie. She's a hoot and fun, and her friends are fun and crazy, too. 
um, Heath Worth. We also have socials. Yes. Um, So you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Discord at Pet Parents Pod. Okay. Um, We will keep getting better. Good luck with your hopes and dreams. Goodbye. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.